This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I want to play you something that Transportation Secretary, Mr. Awal, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, said on the Late Late Show earlier this year. Now, I would play you the video clip. It's very short, but uh, I don't uh, get along with CBS. They like to hit me with stupid violations if I use more than 11 seconds of video clip uh, from some of their programs, including this one. But here is a, first of all, let's not even um, downplay the fact that the Biden administration is such a freaking joke that many of their hard-hitting interviews, many of their appearances, whether it's Joe Biden or any of his surrogates or members of his cabinet, they don't appear on real news shows. They often appear on these late-night shows. I'm talking, uh, you know, uh, James Corbin show here or... Uh, with um, Stephen Colbert. I mean, we already know they're a joke, but they, they, they give their own punchline by the shows they appear on. And then they say ridiculous things like this. Past summer, I'm sure people here in the audience experienced this, a lot of disruption, thousands of flights canceled, uh, even more delayed. It was kind of a brutal summer for travel. What can be done about this? Do you think this issue will be sorted in time for the holidays. I think it's going to get better by the holidays. I think it's going to get better by the holidays, uh, 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 Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete said. That's right. Transportation Secretary told late-night comedian James Corden three months ago that airline travel would improve by the holiday season. Really pressing the airlines to deliver better service. So many people have been delayed, been canceled. It's happened to me several times this summer. It's happened to me several times this summer. I've been delayed. By the way, it came out that he was taking lots of private flights when he was actually supposedly working. Now, do you realize this isn't good for the Democrats? They have a very short list of people they're probably going to try to push to replace Biden, to run against Trump or whoever, uh, you know, maybe not in 2024, but in 2028. And uh, we know that they've been failing horrendously. Some of the people that they've liked are not liked even by Democrats. For instance, oh, I don't know, Joe Biden himself. How about Kamala Harris? Uh, Pete Buttigieg? Hakeem Jeffries? I mean, when you go by identity politics and you don't go over merit, it doesn't help us folks. Folks, listen, I'm going to play the black card here, okay? I'm going to exercise my black privilege. When the Democrats put stupid-ass people, low-IQ idiots, and they promote them in in the sake of identity politics and wokeness, it makes us people of color look bad. Are you telling me of all of the black people still on the Democrat plantation you couldn't find someone brighter than Kamala Harris who arguably 
as an East Indian and West Indian isn't really black, but that's okay. I'm fine with that because I'm supposedly not black either because I'm a conservative. Welcome to Open Source News. I am your host, BCP, Black Conservative Patriot. My given name is James. Welcome to the program. Please like, share, and subscribe. Now, Pete Buttigieg is a non-hetero man. So let's push him. But the guy is incompetent. You can tell me of all the gay and non-binary people within the Democrat Party, you couldn't find someone smarter than uh, Pete Buttigieg, at least someone who will show up for the job that has some idea to do the work. It's ridiculous. There's a lot of smart black people, both Democrats and um, Republican, though probably not as many on the Democrat side, I must be honest. There are many, many very highly intellectual, smart, and accomplished gay people. Why, if, if you're going for identity politics, put someone who actually can do the job. But no, nearly 5,000 flights canceled alone in two days. Just in two days alone, nearly 5,000 uh, flights canceled. And uh, most of those are from Southwest. Southwest Airlines has continued to cancel thousands of flights day by day as it attempts to recover what is described as operational challenges. They said they had up outdated software for their scheduling. Really? Come on. Ridiculous. And this was interesting. Uh, a flight, the price, the price of a flight from LA to San Francisco, usually you can get that flight for less than $100. Okay, if you're not uh, very familiar with uh, California, it's a very long state. Okay, um, Northern California is where you have the Bay Area: San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, San Jose, Silicon Valley, and then Southern Southern California. You have Los Angeles, Orange County, you know Anaheim, where Disneyland is, and the very south by the Mexican border, you have San Diego. It's usually a very cheap flight. Um, to go back and uh, to go back and forth. We're talking uh, a distance of let me Google it here, less than about four hundred miles. Let's just say four hundred miles from LA to San Francisco. I've taken that flight, and I think it cost me like eighty eight dollars. It's been several years, uh, but I, I had to take it a, a few times. It was, it was less than hundred dollars each way. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Last time I took it was three years ago with my daughter for a day trip. We actually, just even idea how close it is for those that have no idea. My daughter and I flew up there like on a seven or eight o'clock flight with JetBlue. We flew to San Francisco, did what we had to do. Uh, we were picking up a car actually. And then we drove the car back and I was back here at my home. And in, uh, in, well, at that time I lived in Southern California, back at my home in Southern California in time to do the, the five or six o'clock episode 
of this show. Let's give an idea. A long day for 400 miles takes a few hours, especially on the five in the middle of the day with not a lot of traffic and go 80, 85 miles an hour. Those flights are now, right now, between now and the end of the year, but three, between $350 and $700 one way. Amazing. Oh, but uh, it doesn't end there. Check this out, folks. This, this is actually happening right now. The Biden regime doesn't even care if we know about their corruption and, the, and, and their wokeness and their identity politics overall. Whatever happened to the content of the character over color of the skin? Whatever happened to ability to do the job over the color of the skin? We've, this example holds. Would you rather have a doctor that became a doctor because they did well in their medical studies or someone who got passed along just because they were part of an alphabet people or the color of their skin or they come from a disadvantaged community? So they lowered the standards and now your life is in their hands. Well, flying thousands and millions of people in the air and having someone uh, that knows this business would be pretty good. Uh, except if you're Joe Biden. All about color. All about color. Oh, and the fact that some of these people are possibly crooks doesn't matter. Over the Christmas holiday, air travel scrambled amidst the chaos of winter storms and the unprecedented last-minute cancellation of all flights by Southwest Airlines. The result was thousands of stranded and disgruntled passengers. And now it looks like the future of FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, without leadership since March, by the way, looks an even more bleak as embattled former LA Metro CEO Phillips Washington's nomination to head the agency will be back on the president's desk. Well, if you missed the story, Biden had handpicked Washington way back in July to head the FAA. Now, it doesn't matter that he has uh, no experience when it comes to aviation, no military experience aviation, never been a CEO or worked for the airline industry. Biden handpicked Washington in July to head the FAA despite the knowledge of multiple ongoing local and federal criminal investigations, which have resulted in setbacks and lengthening the confirmation process. This guy is a no-go, but he's still going to go for it. Senate Commerce Committee Chair Maria Cantwell, who leads the panel that oversees the FAA, said she planned to hold a meeting for the current Denver International Airport CEO to head the AAA after the new Congress convenes in January. By the way, back in July... Washington had no experience, so they gave him the Denver International Airport CEO so he could have some sort of FAA, some sort of aviation experience. But under Senate Rule 31, Biden's going to have to renominate Washington. Quote, the FAA has a crucial safety mandate and filling this role remains a serious priority for the Biden administration. But they're putting in a crook or an alleged crook with no experience in the industry except for the last few months just to pad something on his uh, resume and his curricula vitale, his CV. But that's okay. Wokeness. We must push an identity politics agenda. 
Washington's history with the Biden administration goes back to 2020, where he led the transition team for transportation, which included the FAA, with no aviation experience at the time. Only in the past year has he delved into the industries sliding into the CEO spot of Denver's International Airport. To many, including members of the Senate committee, other than Cantwell, Washington's lack of experience presents numerous red flags, you think? When considering the experience of former heads of the FAA who have, had, who have been CEOs of major airlines or have had extensive aviation experience in the military. Aside from Washington's troubling lack of aviation experience, which is vital when you are responsible for the health and safety of millions of passengers, is the public corruption, fraud, abuse, and discrimination cases. Back in September 14th, the Los Angeles sheriff descended upon multiple locations serving criminal warrants, including LA Metro headquarters, uh, of which Washington was involved. Of course, the, the the corrupt media would just have you believe that it was merely a dispute between the LA County Sheriff and uh, and a disgraced former supervisor. Nothing to see here, folks. The corruption is so in our face that they're going to renominate a corrupt guy with no experience to have the FAA, which hasn't had a, a leader since uh, 2000, uh, for almost since March of 2022. And of course, um, we're having these huge issues because we have a transportation secretary that doesn't know his ass from his elbow either, who doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yes, this is the new saucy James, a.k.a. BCP. I will keep this PG or PG-13 rated. These are ignoramuses. These are absolute asinine jackasses at every level of this regime of the former vice president. I almost said something else, which would have got me in trouble. But I didn't say it. So I'm not going to get in trouble. All right. How about this? Let's go to academia. This story just really, really pissed me off. Because when you are applying for college, you need every advantage you can get. I wanted to go to UC Berkeley. Having grown up in New York and California, thought it would be a great school to go to. Wanted to go there. Worked my bum off. My parents couldn't afford to send me, so I knew I had to get scholarships and or loans. Luckily, I didn't have to do any loans. I was able to get scholarships. Uh, uh, Kappa Alpha Psi, uh, other black organizations and non-black organizations gave me money. For instance, the, my local Rotary Club because I was active as a Boy Scout and in the community with Interact and all of these uh, clubs in San Diego County. I was very active in the community. I did it because I love the community. I did it because I was a scout. I also did it because I needed every advantage to get into college, the college I wanted to. And it wasn't just about my color. I didn't think being my color would get me in, especially since I went to a school that was predominantly white. And I graduated toward the top of my class at a, at a predominantly white high school. Much of the chagrin of the racist, uh, white racist liberals when I got to UC Berkeley who just made assumptions that I came from some disadvantaged school. But I digress. Every single thing. I would have loved to spend more time skateboarding, going out on dates and playing basketball, things that uh, and bodyboarding and snowboarding, things I definitely enjoyed doing as a teenager growing up in Southern California. But no, my friends and me and others, we worked hard in extracurricular activities so that we can get into college. It wasn't just about our grades. It was me being on speech and debate team and the captain of the club and, and the service clubs. And these students that work hard should be able to be notified when they receive an award and put that on their college applications. 
But of course, that didn't happen to many Thomas Jefferson High School seniors in Virginia because uh, they were delayed in finding out that they had uh, won awards, a particular award, uh, all in the name of equity. Michelle Reed, Fairfax County Public Superintendent, shared her vision for equal outcomes for all students. Listen to this. I've made it my life's work uh, to ensure equitable opportunities and equal outcomes. Equitable opportunities and equal outcomes for all students. Well, what happened, according to uh, Fox News, where there was a delay in letting children know, these young adults, these young teenagers, these high school students, were not aware that they had been given the National Merit Scholarship Corporation's uh, top uh, recognition for being top-performing high school uh, schoolers. There was one uh, high schooler, TJ, who received the 2022 honors in October, but the school did not distribute them to students until a month later after early application deadlines had passed. Naomi's son, a graduate from this school, was honored as a commended student in September 2020, but was never notified. He was not able to put it on his college application. This was so. This was such uh, an egregious thing that some of the uh, teachers and faculty were aghast and they actually worked hard and went above and beyond and they actually were contacting these schools that many of their, their students had applied to to let them know that they had received this award but the student was not aware that they had received it. Why? Because the woke Michelle Reed, Fairfax County Public School intend, uh, uh, Superintendent, wanted equal outcomes for all students and did not want to recognize them. She wanted to uh, uh, have them individually recognized on her own time frame. This wokeness is horrible. The school wanted to recognize students as individuals, not their achievements, as the two had to be separated, is what the mother of one of them said. Wow. Wow. So once issue regarding the fall 2022 notifications were realized, counselors sent emails and made follow-up calls to each college where these students had applied and informed them of the National Merit Scholarship's commendations. We are continuing to look into this matter and will take any necessary steps to ensure consistency and appropriate and timely notification going forward. It's wokeness, absolute disease, absolute disease. Let's get into uh, what's going on here with uh, Hunter's baby mama. I think she's going to have the last laugh and bring either shame or something to the Biden name. A child fathered by Hunter Biden may have her last name changed to Biden if a court appeal filed Tuesday by the girl's Arkansas mother succeeds. The motion filed by the attorney for former stripper London Alexis Roberts was made in the 16th Circuit Court in Independence County in the paternity case against Hunter Biden. The outlet, the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, damn, that's a long name, records that the name change submission was one of four filings made in the case originally settled back in March of 2020. 
Now, the case was reopened this September because Hunter Biden, who is selling paintings to Chinese and other people that we don't know about for about $200,000 a pop. And we are paying, we were paying as taxpayers for his Malibu protection, claims that he has to make, um, he is seeking child support payment adjustments due to substantial material change in his financial circumstances, including but not limited to his income. That's right. Hunter Biden has requested to have lowered child support payments to, for his daughter that, uh, that he had when he knocked up the stripper. But she's going to have the last laugh. I really hope they give it to her. According to the filing submitted Tuesday by attorney Clinton Lancaster, the Gazette reports the baby, which was conceived out of wedlock, would benefit from carrying the Biden family name. And the Biden name is now synonymous with being well-educated, successful, financially cute, and politically powerful. All right, they went a little overboard there. I don't know anyone who says that the Biden name is synonymous with being well-educated. Well-connected, corrupt, lying uh, in the pocket of uh, foreign powers. Yeah. Successful, successfully uh, pay to play. Yeah. Financially acute. Uh, How can that be financially acute when supposedly Hunter is saying that he cannot pay child support? Oh, I guess it is financial acuteness, getting out of paying your obligations. And politically powerful. Yes, I think we can agree on that. The whole world bends to hide the Hunter Biden laptop story. And then it comes to light that it's true and no harm, no foul, even though people, many people have said that they would have changed their vote in 2020 had they known that little bit of information. The filing cited President Biden, his wife, Jill Biden, and Hunter's late brother, Bo as examples, I guess, of being well-educated, successful, financially acute, and politically powerful. It also sets out the family member remains, quote, estranged from the child to the extent that this is misconduct or neglect. It can be rectified by changing her last name to Biden so that she may undeniably be known in the world as a child of the defendant and member of the prestigious Biden family. Damn, if I were a Biden, I would be doing the exact opposite. I'd be trying to change my name to something else, to Bozo even. Wow. Low, low, low. But I hope she gets it. I hope she gets it and she can thumb her fingers at the Biden family. Okay, today Benjamin Netanyahu was sworn in for the sixth time as Israel's prime minister. His predecessor, uh, Yair Lapid, uh, didn't even give him a traditional handshake that occurs at the change of power. Let me just say that... uh, Netanyahu said that he's got three priorities for his government, which is Israel's most conservative to date, reportedly. The first was to thwart Iran's effort to obtain nuclear weapons. So expect more conflicts in the Middle East. And much to my chagrin, I am not a show for Israel. I'm not a show for any country. That doesn't make me anti-anything. I have uh, Semites and Jews in my family through marriage. It's not about race. It's about politics. I do not believe in interventionism, whether it's getting buddy-buddy with conflicts in NATO countries, Israel, Asia, etc. I'm consistent on this. 
and Israel is mostly a, uh, I'm not gonna say mostly a secular nation, but it's, I know a lot of Christians disagree with me on this, and that's fine. But when I think of Israel, I don't think of a secular country, though I believe they should be autonomous, they should be able to defend themselves, and they should be able to and have the right to defend their, their, their sovereignty, their borders, and their culture. I have no problem with that. I support them on that. I just don't support my dollars going to Ukraine, going to Israel, going to Iran, going to everybody. Well, we have homeless vets in Southern California and throughout the, uh, the country. I'm consistent on that. But I can expect that there we will be we will be meddling in what Netanyahu wants to do. At least our money will be involved. Then again, maybe not. For all their talk of anti-Semitism, it sure seems like there's a lot of bigotry coming from the current regime. The second priority is to develop the country's infrastructure with an emphasis on connecting peripheral areas to the center of the country via a high-speed train. My hat's off to any country leader that is actually working for infrastructure and the good of their own people. That's how it should be, but it's almost unheard of nowadays. And when you have someone who does that, oh, I don't know, like John, like, excuse me, like uh, uh, Donald John Trump, the entire globalist community goes after them. And the deep state rises and do, uh, does what they do best. The third was to expand the circle of peace with Arab nations in order to end the Israeli-Arab conflict. Okay, I think we can get behind that. Peace in the Middle East, peace everywhere is a good thing. Now, I'm not talking about peace in the in, in, where uh, dictators and despots get to crush people. Let me just make that clear. I believe in fighting for your rights against tyranny. That used to be an American thing. I mean, look at our involvement in world conflicts because of that. Meanwhile, China's migrants are part of this global rush to Biden's open borders. Not going to bore you, but uh, Radio Free, with all the details, but Radio Free Asia did this thing where they're tracking uh, people and there's a huge increase in uh, Chinese nationals crossing illegally into the United States. Let me just put this uh, in perspective. If you look at everything to date from January to November of 2022, 50% of those have been coming within the last 45 days alone. They're expecting perhaps Title 42. Doesn't matter. They're coming and they're coming illegally from a communist country. And we don't know who, who these people are or what they really stand for. Okay, real quick. If you have a Roomba vacuum, here's a uh, public service announcement. Uh, they're taking pictures of people and it's ending up on the internet. For one, uh, for instance, one woman was recorded uh, on her throne, on the toilet. Uh, uh, another person doing something who knows what uh, on the floor of their property. It turns out that uh, the images were taken uh, by rumor. They were sent to a company, Scale AI, a, a tech startup company that hires workers around the globe to help train artificial intelligence. And for some reason, these people were in Venezuela and they posted the pictures to a private group on Facebook and Discord and then it was released. So if you don't want people seeing your chonies, your underwear, 
you uh, may want to uh, not use or limit the uh, Roomba J7 vacuum cleaner as it takes pictures and is being sent to worldwide AI consultants and their AI programming. But if they like your bum, if they're, 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 they have that sick proclivity of liking to see people on the toilet, that's a strange uh, fetish if you ask me. You may want to be careful of who's watching you. Oh, I didn't even know the vacuum cleaner was taking pictures. Isn't that something? Guess what Brazilian socialist uh, Lula da Silva uh, just did? Even though he's just president-elect, he had Justice Alexander de, uh, de Moraes from Brazil's Supreme Court temporarily prohibit registered gun owners from carrying firearms in the federal district. It came, uh, uh, the justice did this as a request from the uh, socialist elect president, Luis Inacio Lula da Silva. And it goes through the inauguration ceremony. Dictators and tyrants who take away people's rights to bear arms. Sounds like a familiar story, doesn't it? Morais alleged that extremist groups were sponsored by unscrupulous entrepreneurs exploring in a criminous and deceitful manner the good faith of several electors through the utilization of digital, of a digital militia and collusively with certain public authorities have been committing crime. Weird translation. In other words, there may have some sort of, I don't know, revolt on their hands, and they want to outlaw that revolt before it happens. Just a few days before the transfer of power, the military has done nothing in Brazil so far. I don't think anything's going to happen. President Bolsonaro had implemented a variety of measures in order to ease the process of obtaining a license to own weapons. These policies contributed substantially to the decrease in violence and crime in Brazil. But of course, that's going to be reversed by Lula da Silva. Okay, this is very interesting coming out of MSNBC. The legal analyst, uh, Glenn Kirshner, said the other day that former, chief, uh, former Trump chief of staff, Mark Meadows, is cooperating with the criminal investigation of the documents at Mar-a-Lago. Now, we've had some very interesting news coming uh, out this week, as I reported on yesterday, from former cabinet from Steve Mnuchin, uh, supposedly, and Mike Pompeo looking into 25th Amendment against President Trump. That didn't go anywhere. They just looked into it or whatever. It's probably a, a nothing burger, but it's a story that's broken. Also, I reported on how the former chief of staff of Mark uh, Meadows says, oh yeah, they were destroying documents and what have you. Even though she wanted to work at Mar-a-Lago, but when she didn't get the job, now she's anti-Trump. Funny how that works. And now we have this, quote, the more we absorb this mega report of 850 pages from the J6 committee, the more it becomes clear Mark Meadows has emerged as the single most important potential cooperator, the, okay. Calm, slow your heart rate, James. Thanks for being here. Please like, share, and subscribe. I appreciate your comments and your criticisms. I read them. Let me address them now. Let me just take a quick pause. I do have some episodes when I say ums and ahs more. Tends to happen, I think, more in this program where I have to be a little bit more judicious in what words I use. So sometimes I pause and sometimes I use ums and ahs. 
I am not classically and professionally uh, trained in this, so I appreciate your patience. I am not perfect, but I am working on my ums and ahs. A little rusty for not doing two videos a day for eight days. Secondly, many of you uh, made a very valid point, but maybe I didn't make my point very clear. I mentioned in this morning's episode that I had done an experiment and I put two episodes on Rumble last week while I was, uh, while I was on my suspension. And no one, uh, relatively few of you watched it. Well, many of you made the, made the, uh, made the uh, comment. And I understand the comment. Well, James, you never told us you were over there. Exactly. I'm not. It was an experiment. Do not expect to see me on Rumble. And God bless those creators on Rumble. There's a lot of great creators on Rumble still. I support them. I just don't like the technology. I don't like how the website looks. I don't like how wonky it is as a creator to put things up. And then no one's even watching it anyway. We go back to, well, James, you didn't tell us you were over there. That was my whole experiment. Supposedly, everyone's jumped from YouTube to Rumble, or a lot of people have, don't get me wrong, a lot of people have, to get alternative news. So I said, okay, if that's the case, if I'm not here, then people will surely jump over to Rumble that they're, they're always commenting on to find me. So I'll just put up a video and see if they find me. But you didn't find me. Many of you didn't look for me, which is okay, because you're here on YouTube. I'm here on YouTube, and look, YouTube is the town square. I want to be in the town square. I'm able to report on 90 to 93% of things I want to on this platform. The other 7 to 10% that I can't, we have our other show, BCP Unfiltered, for that. That's on Apple Podcasts. It's on uh, Spotify. It's on Locals. It's on Patreon. The links to everything are down below. Don't forget that we also have a second channel, a sister channel, where my daughter Juniette reports called the BCP Report. Links to that are down below as well. But my experiment was, if they can't find me on YouTube, will they find me on Rumble? So I didn't announce anything. I just put up a couple of my episodes up there that you would you would have seen on BCP Unfiltered. And people, it turns out, weren't looking for me over there on Rumble. That was the experiment that was essentially running. And also, Rumble makes it hard. They don't promote you. They don't do things to help you. YouTube... For all its flaws, which are just their political bias, is great technology and has a great platform. It works very well. If I weren't doing this, if I were doing something else that wasn't controversial to some people, I'm telling you, YouTube works unless they're working against you. And Rumble, I just think, has a long way to go. I'm not a fan. So... I announced that I did put a couple episodes on there, but that was an experiment. I will not be on Rumble. So if for some reason I have an interruption on this platform again, make sure you go to bcpextras.com or therealbcp.com. Now let's get back to Mark Meadows. The more we observe this mega report, the more it becomes clear Mark Meadows has emerged as a single most important potential cooperating, single most important potential person, I think is the word they're missing here, cooperating for federal prosecutors. There's like a leverage palooza, given what we have learned about Mark Meadows' suspected crimes. We already knew he was referred for prosecution by the J6 Committee for Contempt of Congress. Why? Because he refused to comply with the subpoena. He would rather hide very secret information about he, about he had about Donald Trump's crime than to comply with lawful subpoena and divulge that information to Congress. I don't know if I'm misreading this, if Breitbart has a bad transcript, 
or if uh, of Kirstner really was this incoherent. Once again, I shouldn't be throwing stones. I'm not 100% perfect in my speaking either. Then again, I don't have a staff of 50 people getting paid millions of dollars and uh, and have you know a, a whole network behind me to lie to the people. He goes on to say that because of the Cassidy Hutchinson transcript that he's been caught and he's cooperating. The leverage that the Department of Justice has over Mark Meadows, if that doesn't result in flipping him and turning him into a cooperating witness, I don't know what will. Given how quiet it has been from Mark Meadows, given how many crimes it appears he has committed, the only explanation for him not being indicted to my satisfaction is because he must already be cooperating with pro- federal prosecutors. We don't know that for a fact, but it feels like that may be where the smart money is riding. Out there pushing that Mark Meadows is cooperating with federal prosecutors. But is that really the case? What are your thoughts, folks? From what you know of Mark Meadows, what do you think he's up to? Do you think he's cooperating? Please put your thoughts down below. Okay, folks, I want to end with this very interesting story. I'm a big believer and uh, lover of family. For the record, those who know me personally will tell you that I absolutely am a spoiled man. I have parents that love and adore me. That is probably why all my life I've had a very positive outlook. I've had good self-esteem. I've been encouraged by great parents, by my mother who birthed me and by my father and my stepfather, my stepfather being my dad. He's the one that uh, broke his back to provide for me. So I've had that encouragement. It goes a long way toward development of your children, which I have done to my children. I think I've actually been harder on my children than my parents were hard on me. I'm spoiled because I I just have loving parents. I grew up in a loving household. I have a loving wife who I've been married to almost 26 years now. I love my kids and my kids love and adore me. So even though I don't like these people that I'm about to talk about, this is a very strange and sad thing because these people are supposedly heroes for lots of people. Michelle Obama says she couldn't stand her husband, Barack Obama, for 10 years. The former first lady said this um, during an interview with Revolt. Interesting. People think I'm pretty catty for saying this. It's like there were 10 years where I couldn't stand my husband. And guess what had happened when those kids were little? For 10 years, while we're trying to build our careers and worrying about school and who was doing what and what, I was like, Arg, this isn't even. And guess what? Marriage isn't 50-50 ever, ever. There are times I'm 70, he's 30. There are times he's 60, 40. Guess what? 10 years. We've been married 30 years. I would take 10 bad years over 30. It's just how you look at it. People give up five years. I can't take it. Fish, I make the point that even though they've been married 30 years, 10 of them were not great. She would still take them and people bail out of marriages too early. I agree with uh, Michelle Obama on that. But here's what I find very interesting. Uh, And I don't usually comment on this, but I have a lot to say about marriage. I have a successful marriage 
and I have a successful family. I'm going to be honest with you. All of my children are currently in college and doing well. They were homeschooled. I had a lot of influence over my children. And we were part of institutions like church and scouts and things that were, um, at the time at least, supported our views. We, we, our children, when they were homeschooled, we met with other parents at the Church of Christ uh, and other religious centers so that my children were surrounded by people with like uh, youth, their peers, with, 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 uh, with similar values. I have a lot to say on this. My wife and I have been partners for 26 years in raising these children. And it saddens me that someone would be miserable over 10 years because of, those, of the time that they were raising their children. Which some people would say that those children look a lot like uh, some very close friends to the Obamas, but we'll leave that conversation for some other time in some other episode. But they were not happy because they were trying to raise their children while trying to build their careers and worrying about school. That's why they were unhappy. Their priorities weren't in the right place. Yes, you build your career. Yes, you go to school. For the record, I got married fairly young and had both of my first two kids, junior and juniorette, while still in college. So I noticed like raising children and I worked full time to support my family and I was building my career in banking and in finance. So nothing wrong with that. But being unhappy because uh, you are more worried about your career and schooling than your duty as a spouse and a parent. That is just very sad. Sad indeed. For all it's worth, I'm always happy when couples stay together and able to work through these difficulties. But I think some of these difficulties (laughs) could be eased if priorities were in the right place. Thanks for listening to my news, my analysis, and my rants. Let me know if you'd like me to comment more on social issues like family and what have you. I'm working on something. Let's see if it comes to fruition in this space. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Please check out the links to our other shows down below. And please, if you are a subscriber, make sure you're still subscribed.